1: Welcome to Monday's edition of the Terry Scottish Football Podcast. We're back in Glasgow with me, Craig Anderson, and Graham phillips Hello, how are we doing? I, I don't know why I was extopped here, <laughs> as if you were going to say your own, say your own name, as if we were like fucking Ant and Dec or something. <laughs> well, um, it's not like we, we can't but uh,
0: maybe we, we could be, I mean, at this point we could actually be Ant and Dec, given that it's just Ant or Deck now. Um, yeah, so, I yeah. can't even remember which one said uh, been, no, been on the... one of them just loves even, cans
1: but, though, so... Uh, yeah, just to obvious, uh, today we're going to run over the weekend uh, Scottish football This I have to say. Um, and I, I was thinking about this after watching Juventus Napoli last night, actually, but it's really the best time in the season. It's the time where it everything's going yeah. on. Um, and so we are going to try and pass that excitement on to you, the listener, with today's podcast. Um, and we're going to start where the biggest piece of excitement was planned to be at the weekend, but wasn't. And that was the game at Easter Road where Celtic had the opportunity to win the league and they didn't
0: and they didn't it also gave them uh, their opportunity to wear last year's away kit after uh, registering three kits this year all of which are green so they got to wear their, their, their away kit from last year For so everyone that's uh, invested on classic football shirts over the past couple of weeks um, on the pink kit on the basis that they might win the league I feel sorry for you lads I really do because it would have been, been a good investment to make it a time ahead of time but we've now missed that boat
1: but it's like what what what's the purpose of an away kit? It's a change kit that was initially the purpose. How can you possibly end up? Okay, maybe you, maybe you have a green away kit and they're quite different. But then you're like, all right, a third kit, a third yeah. kit. Like, let's make that a different yeah. colour. Now nah, let, let's go let's go for green
0: again. We need another third. We need a, a third uh, kit which is
1: also green because the other two kits are just not green, not enough. green enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, aside from that, it was another team in green who who um, stole the show. Um, thoroughly dominant uh, yeah. performance from Hibs and really deserving of um, of the, the three points and of the setting up the old firm showdown that the league wanted to avoid.
0: Exactly, it's it's, it's something that everyone so, everyone at the league worked so hard to to try and avoid as a as a potential fixture. But uh, now that Celtic are now uh, lying down to Hibs as well, yeah. um, then absolutely and. and
1: just to touch on that point, um, I I will just prefer an opinion. I won't ask you the question, um, but it may actually not be the worst thing because if it goes ahead next Sunday and it goes without a hitch, it's going to really, it should really kill off yeah. the majority of that argument, and yeah. then it might be that in the future they don't even give two thoughts to doing this again. We'll I, see.
0: I, I would I would I would agree with that to, to a large extent as well, and that as you as you rightly highlighted, the, the league's been decided with that fixture previously, and nothing happened. No. And similarly,
1: cup games are decided in that yeah, fashion. Yeah, the semi-final and, last weekend. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that was every bit as imp- I mean, more important than that was because even if Celtic lose next week, they're still going to win the league. It's yeah. not like... Uh,
0: Do you know what popped into my head the other day? Like, what, like, would it be the greatest or the biggest league collapse of all time if Celtic just went through the top six and just did not, leave, mean, did I, not win another game? I mean, game? the thing
1: is, all, all, well, I was going to say all five of those teams... Four of those other five teams are more than capable of beating them. Yeah. Um, but Aberdeen would let the side down regardless. Um, I where that gag was going. <laughs> any of them, any of them, any of them yeah. was absolutely fine. Um, but, yeah, so Hibs, um was just kind of... The first kind of notable thing was that Danny Swanson still exists. He's yeah. still a thing. And he actually had a very good game. He did. Uh, Scott Allen obviously missing through um, ineligibility. Yeah, it's kind of a funny one in that...
0: Between Allen and Swanson, maybe you've like just just play one for like sixty minutes, and then no. they're alone for half an hour. It doesn't matter which way around. Just what, how whoever feels better on the morning, you can do that because I you know Allen's a better player than Swanson. I don't think there's any great doubt about it. But it did highlight that there is now that we've like what four games in the season left. Maybe there is actually a place for Swanson in this in this Hibbs team, and it's it's nice that I mean I, I've I've spoken at length about how impressed they've been at Hibs and, and Neil Lennon and what he's done at Hibs but it's nice that he's now after rebuilding his team going actually Swanson you're perfect man. you yeah. just go and sit in that hole and you'll play that role which we know in- you can do it was
1: interesting I thought the, um, the analysis on sports scene in this game was, was tremendous probably yeah. the best kind of job I've seen them do on a particular game but it was funny that they were showing Swanson time and again pressing and yeah. the one that pressed Scott Brown and that's really not what you think of as Danny Swanson as his game it's not no but it's one of those
0: things um, it th- was an interview with uh, Stubbs I think was talking about uh, McGeerch and he was talking about how much of a difference it had made to McGiock in terms of conditioning at Hibs. And now, as as we say, Swanson's not played a huge amount this year, so you would imagine he would go down exactly the same route as McGeok has in the case of a guy that's a nice footballer, but perhaps doesn't really have the, the fitness either in terms of like muscle strength or just doing it week in, week out, and or just basic cardiovascular fitness he needs to raise his level. So either way, um, giving him that opportunity, like i say maybe... Swanson's had about three or four last chances you mm. would think at various clubs I don't mean it's a last chance that like he's not going to make it but he's been in this position three or four times and really it's, it seems like it's very much down to him at this point to say yeah. like, I can, I have a place within this squad and certainly from, from his showing on Saturday, Saturday afternoon it was very much there
1: is a place for him there um, but of course the, the main pod I think from him again as it has been over basically the entirety of this run is the front two mm-hmm. um, just the, the way the pair of them went up has just made such a difference to that team yeah it's a funny one
0: again because every time I look at Cam Berry um, I sort of look at him and from time to time he looks a bit like he's slowing the game down and then it's kind of deceptive because he's not, he, he is just finding it, he's, he's very good at finding just that half yard of space by stopping. Mm. And it's something I remember sort of seeing, I was a match of the day analysis years and years ago, just highlighting players that were very good at it. And it's always sort of stuck with me in terms of players that because he's not moving doesn't mean that he's lazy or because he's slowing the game down. He is, I mean, he stops, takes it, has a look around and then just picks the perfect pass. And that was, that was exactly where the, sort of, the second goal came from as well, but the first one as well. Um, with the pressing from and just just took a touch and found it there. but you saw sort of various times in the highlights of Canberry just slowing things down, doing a smart thing as opposed to just lashing at
1: it like perhaps something like Boyle might do, so it gives them it gives them another option. There. And and I think for McLaren, um, he's obviously got an eye in the World Cup coming up. But, yeah. Um Australia I've had the misfortune of watching a few times and the thing that they really really lack is a striker yeah they, they, back to front middle to front sorry back to middle they're not too bad they're, they're going to be they're going to get, uh, they're fin- gonna get beat, yeah. jump three times in the World Cup I think but um, it's, a, it's a striker that's a real issue and, and in the times that I watched them I, I swear they must have tried about six different players at centre for McLaren being one of them yeah. um, and then while I was still at Brisbane and then he's, he's went to Germany and he's seen Darmstadt as a thinker on the on the verge of getting relegated to the third tier. So there might well be that Hibs have a wee An opportunity, opportunity yeah. to, to come in and buy him in the summer if they want to. And um, But he, he looks like a guy who's really up for it and yeah. really trying to prove a point and make sure he does get, get picked.
0: He does also appear to be visiting the same barber as Michael Lustig, which is kind of freaking out a
1: little bit because they've got the same facial hair, nonetheless. Um. Apart from that, uh, for Hibbs, I mean I think you look at the whole team there wasn't there wasn't really a failure across across the eleven. No. Hanlon again having another tremendous game at the back, um the the midfield as it was. I mean Bartley came in yeah. um, and was strong. I say there wasn't a failure at like Stephen Whitaker was probably still <laughs> the weakest like. I don't <laughs> think he was too bad but um, yeah, he, he, and he yeah, was yeah. playing in a somewhat unfamiliar position yeah. as well, but he was um is the one that you looked at and you thought if Celtic are going to get something, it's probably going to be off him. But um... it's, it's, I mean, it
0: was something that was, um, which I think it was Rob was highlighting. Or, I can't remember if it was a conversation or on the podcast, but highlighting in terms of there is an opportunity to get a Celtic, and it's, there are. Now he was saying it, highlighting that there are no domestic examples of it, and again Hibbs played it absolutely it perfectly.
1: My, either I was there, or I think it was on the podcast. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that. Um. But it was it's
0: and Hibbs played that absolutely perfectly. At, at this point, you know what you need to do, um, which is you need to go and press Celtic high. You need to cut out cut off the the options of the, the wide players, um, so that Gordon then has to try and chip it out to somebody, and it's it's not what he wants <laughs> to do. You yeah. press high in the center half, and then either. Henry or I or Biata, one of the three of them has to take a chance and try and run it out, which is fine. I mean, we saw that from uh, from each of them at one point in the in the game that they can do it mm. and they're capable of it. But it's a very risky thing to do yeah. because it leaves such a hole at the back. So, and if you're playing percentages, which I suppose in that system or against that
1: system, you are, um, you've absolutely got to take that chance. Oh well, yeah, and it's got to be, it's got to be perfect every time. But it yeah. was, and and they've been doing that consistently, and, and hips are. On, on form, look like they might be the team that ends up taking second. But i really, really that to, for weeks. I'm really impossible to <laughs> pick between the three. For Celtic, it, it was strange for me because that that's the first time I can remember where Celtic have gone into a game um, like to win the title and not done it since I think the the Scott McDonald's one. Yeah. Um, for Park, um, if I remember correctly, every other time. They've had the chance to win the title. They've on, done it yeah, on a day. Um, they've, done they've done it. they done, it, done it, Robbie Park a couple of times, and we um, yeah. expect them to just go out and um, you know rattle, rattle goes past Hibbs even hips, even a team as good yeah. as Hibbs. Last week they went and they went and stuck four past Rangers. Could have been more. Um, so their confidence is high. Okay, they they went at full strength and barely without. Um, I've written down Griffiths here. He got a wee bit of criticism for his performance, but I I don't think he was that bad. I thought he he set up a lot of chances there was one for um, where he laid it off to Rogge yeah. um, and it was just a lovely waiting pass and there was a few times where he did that but the one the one thing he doesn't offer that Dembele would is yeah, the, it's
0: the up. physicality yeah. of it that he, he can't really do it kind of on that note as well it's a, the last 20 minutes of every game this season in case of here's Paddy Roberts mm. at this point what are you for and again this is it, it always feels a bit daft offering any criticism myself because they're going to win the league they're probably going to win a treble so offering criticism seems a bit daft and futile but again when you've Roberts is now in the position that maybe like Forrest was when Roberts arrived, mm. a, arrived initially in terms of like, do you like, what, what do we stick with here do we stick with the guy that's going to be here for a longer period of time um, or do we stick with the guy that's, that's that's here right now so and you look at Masanda again who's just vanished yeah. and a, some of the Celtic fans may know more than I do about it but when you've got Roberts for the next three months um, or the next two months or a month whatever um, and you've got Missounder for the next sort of year yeah. then it seems daft to, to continue to chuck Roberts in there on the basis yeah. that oh well he might do something he might have a nice touch or something I, I
1: think for Roberts they either had last summer they either had to sign on permanently or yeah. forget about him this idea of, this so two, sort of two and way. a half years he's been on loan at Celtic I think now that's not yeah Reasonable for a player to to be, and I think he's regressed because he's kind of he's in a bit of limbo. He's in a bit of uncertainty. Yeah. Had they and I, I advocated for him doing it um, last year. Had they spent the seven eight million quid that it might have been necessary for him to spend on a summer on him, I think they would have been getting a lot more out of them yeah. this season just because his his confidence would be different. Um, I think he's kind of. To in between things and, and there's not much for him Although I have to say, um, for Celtic, I think there was there was one player who stood out um, as a beacon of dreadfulness on uh, on Saturday. Not for the first time, it was uh, Dedric Boyata. Yes, both goals. Um, I think you could you could point at him more than anyone. Um, the first goal, he's, uh, he just sleeps at the back post. Um, I mean, there were other mistakes. The yeah, it, it, that, there's a whole, there's a whole series of mistakes that lead to of, that as it's well. A bad kick. Yeah. Um, someone who was um was it Henry got pressed up. Yeah. Um, but the,
0: the, way, the way that um, I think Stevenson comes flying mm. through just in case of, I'm putting my face there because if I put my face there I'm win it it's the only way in which I can do it I'm going to be brave and I get that as I'm sure I said before the, the whole premise of playing that way is that you have to be brave yeah. you saw it from Stevenson as well and it's, if you look at the graphic it's a case of there are six Celtic players in their own half there's six Hibs players yeah. in the Celtic half as well you're going properly man for man so you're trusting that everybody in your team will win and it's it's such a risky way to play. It was magic. It was yeah, thoroughly, yeah. thoroughly entertaining. Thoroughly enjoy what we're doing. Have got everything like, from
1: it. Last season, though, if they tried that, they probably Celtic were just sharper and would have yeah. been more likely to pick them off. Celtic have been consistently to be got at this year yep. but I had to sum that up he, he falls asleep but it always lets McLaren in yep. and then for that second goal it's such a it's a lazy leg like it's fucking lazy moment and again for him <laughs> that cross he can't, he can't block yeah. it he, tries, he makes no real effort to block yeah. it coming in again there are other there are other players that there throw, are other mistakes
0: it. and, and again uh, much much the same as, the, as, as winning the ball for the, the first goal Slavka again just throwing himself at it okay, so like, all did, it's like it's such a smashing ball he's going to
1: be one of these guys Slivka He's impacting Scottish football
0: literally. Results in winners against Rangers and Celtic, <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was. He's one of the, at the start of the season. You looked at him; you're going to be a big player. Mm. partly not. Um, but yeah, it was, it was such a wonderful. It was canberry that crossed it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. it was such a wonderful. Again, when, as I said, it just I slowed the game down. Took one look, spotted the run, and dropped it right in a space. it right a space, was a case of all he needs to do is put something on it, which is.
1: With mean, what he put on it, I'm not entirely sure. Is I'm throw myself in front of this defender, I'll get there and I'll score. Um, and about, I think we finally about to rather a bit more more credit. I know he's had a lot recently, but credit for new Lennon <laughs> in terms of uh, I I wasn't convinced by him at all as Celtic manager. I felt like he kind of it was more he was more Ronnie Dyler than Brendan Rodgers in terms yeah. of what he achieved. Um, he kind of bumb- bumbled his way through it a little bit, and then he goes down to Bolton and it goes very badly. I mean, it was a basket case. There was yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff going on there. And they came back up to Hibs and as we said, that first division season they were they were mediocre. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so you're not really knowing what to expect from this season. But it
0: was, and again, I was, I hold my hands up and highlight that I was entirely wrong. And that when you, at the end of that last season, he said we're going to go and be the second best team in Scotland, and I laughed. I'm fairly sure if you go through my Twitter, you can find stuff and dig me out. That's, mm. that's almost certainly there highlighting that I thought this was ridiculous. Make like to no say, mistake. however, make most. <laughs> <laughs> However, not entirely wrong. I'm um, quite happy to hold hands up on that. Just I, every time I see hibs I think they're absolutely magic. Um, yeah. They're exciting to watch, they're fun to watch, and but, uh, but also
1: tactically. Very yeah. good it's not just a case of kind of some sort of you know fun team. We, that, that yeah, are just you know winning games five four. They're still keeping clean sheets and yeah. doing it while still being. And the, the only way, as we said
0: it's a risky system. It's a, the only way you can play against Celtic is if you take the chances that are given to you. And if you're brave and you get yourself forward, and that is based on a reliance of saying, look, we trust our central halves as well, because if the if the press is broken as it was a couple of times, we saw that Hanlon was there and Stevenson as well. Every time, like Stevenson, just had one. He's one of these guys that from time to time just has a game where he is everywhere. Yeah. And Saturday was very much there's Lewis Stevenson making tackles there, he is uh, winning headers there, he is making the crosses there, he is passing. Like, playing the ball. I every bit of his game was absolutely magic. I
1: thought it was a terrific game on yeah. Saturday as well. Um, a less terrific game um, was uh, the TV game on Sunday yes. where uh, Rangers beat Hearts 2-1 and it was really a meek performance by Hearts. I think the biggest disappointment for both sets of fans was that the Royal Baby was born today and they didn't <laughs> have the opportunity to celebrate together. Um, so instead, uh, instead it's going to be... Um, Minutes of applause at Celtic Park next week no doubt from the Rangers fans and more more uh, pathetic banners. Um Rangers two, Hearts one, let's talk about the game.
0: Just before we got on to the game, Hearts is the only stadium in the country I have or the only place in the world actually I've ever seen a Union Jack flag with a uh, Will and Kate on it as well. And it was just after their wedding we went we we went and played there just after our wedding and there's a guy at the front of what is now the demolished main stand, just waving his, his wills and Kate, Union Jack, towards the mother of support. And I honestly, I could not... It was one of those moments, where, you know, I'm really happy in life. Just everything in my life at this moment yeah. is absolutely pill. Whether we win, lose or draw, I've had a good day because I've seen this human being. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, like, no, no, no. But I mean,
1: if we're, we're more here for the nonsense than the football, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I was just so disappointed with Hearts. It wasn't at all unexpected, but no. Rangers were as fragile as you could hope for in terms of going into the game they're yeah. to be got at and yet Hearts went out and for 45 minutes did nothing they didn't press them they went physical they didn't they didn't look like they had any ambition that was a game where had Hearts turned up got in their faces and scored early on they could have won 5-0 the place could have went into revolt and they <laughs> could have t- you know like a bit like the, the game at Celtic Park yeah. but sorry again, Celtic at Tencastle it could have been kind of you know yeah. putting Rangers to a pack of dogs to them but well, you could that. Could have been true, but that is possibly I mean, Hart's team is just about the most one-paced football team yeah, of yeah, all and time, and they've got no um, no ambition away from home. Never. No. Um, I mean, there's a they're, they're sitting sixth in the table, and it's entirely based on their incredible form at Tencastle. Um, yeah. away from home, you're getting nothing out of them.
0: Yeah, it's and it's one of the there are a few teams this year that I think will look back in terms of this is actually a, like a properly missed opportunity, yeah. and obviously mean, Hart's. Historically, have always been good at home. Yeah, um, that's as long. as hearts, have always been bad away from home. This has been this has been a, true for as long as I can remember yeah. watching football. Um, but it's just like it only, even if you turn half of those around, then your season turns from being what it is into something a little they Be pushing more. for second. Like, yeah. the, the way they've been playing at Tynecastles. Um... Yeah, it's okay. So we have such a you have such a solid base to go and play for them. And again, as you say, it's, a, it's great results at think It's not exciting. It's not great to watch but at the same time it's a result but so it, who it's,
1: cares it's exciting for Hearts a lot of the time which is the way that they, they the way that they've been playing at home yeah it's, you think of that Celtic game there have been others like that at home yeah. it's the way Hearts expect their team to play and, and it's a it's a style of football that you know maybe that I think if Hibs played like that their fans would behave differently do you yeah. know what I mean it's just a, two different expectations of yeah. The kind of natural styles of Hearts and Hibson are both somewhat living up to them this season. But the difference with Hearts, compared to teams of past, is as you mentioned, the pace, and that's yeah. why um, amanqua was in yeah. from the start. But sadly, he was just dreadful. I've I've not
0: seen anything from him at any point, which makes me think you know he might be he might be something. And again, on, on the same point, Amanco was in and Adal wasn't. In. Yeah. It was the, was the thistle game. He basically just ran the midfield in his own, just left over it. Don't worry, lads. I've got it steamed around the park, winning things. And again, like you're saying, in terms of going out into Ibrox in Ibrox and a in what is a, a fairly mutinous Ibrox as it is anyway. And then you stick a stick a down in that midfield and let him go about throwing bodies around because he'll control that midfield on his own because there's nobody else in that well, was, uh, there's nobody was, in that Rangers midfield. Well, the Rangers can, midfield
1: have been kind of been gone about it being soft, which is yeah. why like Jobles and no marks like Andy Halliday, get anywhere near it. it's yeah. just because he kind of has some pretense of being a hard man. Yeah, um, but you look at that that Rangers team and that's where they can be got at because where Rangers are strong and they showed it yesterday is in the white area. Yeah. Murphy and Candia is probably the two best players on the park. Um, Consistently good for
0: them this yeah. season. I, I, every time I see against, every time well I see nothing in a Michael. Well, every time I see Candy I can't sort can't fail to be impressed by him. He's one of those guys which, who seems to crop up very regularly in the XG and exercises yeah, yeah, yeah. and things and bits and pieces like that, but as as being a, a very important player for Rangers. But on top of that as well, just I like watching him. He's a
1: smashing player to watch. He's very very, um, entertaining. Yeah, and, he, and he's, I mean, you saw he, um he popped up with a goal, but his, his general play, his crossing, is, is superb, generally. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, he's just one those He can beat a man, he can go both ways. There's just a lot to him. And Murphy's exactly the same. Murphy's, um, we kind of knew more of yeah. Murphy, obviously, yeah, yeah. From, from his time at um of what he could do. And, but he wondered when he came up, you know, at the age, kind of late 20s now, if he was going to be able to still yeah. possess that pace. But he's, he's very quick, he's very sharp. And he probably, I would, yeah, I would say definitely in terms of the guys he brought in in January has been the one that mm-hmm. stood out the most, and the one that they'd be most desperate to, to actually sign up permanently. Yeah. I, I, all in all, I found,
0: I mean, I found the game broadly just a bit odd more mm. than anything else, and Rangers should comfortably have scored more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rangers, I mean, the, the, first, the first half was, I think, I don't think it will be too unkind to say it was broadly a non-event. was just a The second half was, the second half things improved. Dramatically, and when Rangers were on top, and it was something that we said a few times as well in terms of when Rangers are in full flow, they are a good team. They're a good team, they're a good team to watch, and they're a a difficult team to defend against. And we saw that in both the goals Um, Cummings, first of all. Yep. um, Which. It's a great finish, it's what you expect from him It's exactly what you expected from him, which was then coupled up with also kind of what you expect from Jason Cummings, which is missing a one on one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Cummings, I think, is um, just, just to talk about him he's obviously not had the best of times since he went there he's no. he scored some goals he got a hat-trick against Falkirk in the cup and he's scored a few in the league but he's struggled to really keep Morelos out of the team but I do wonder now I think he might keep his place for um, for Celtic Park next week he's got the goal yeah. Morelos has been, been pulled out of form and, and something I, I kind of noticed yesterday I thought Morelos when he came on was yeah, very, much as not, well. very much not a team player when he came on yeah. every time he got the ball um, anywhere near goal and I think the, the perfect example was one when he went round McLaughlin and got yeah. a tight angle and then proceeded to shoot when it was fairly obvious he was never going to score because Christoph I think it was Berra or Suter was yeah. on the line um, and he had a pass on for Holt um, there was a couple of times where he, he took up half a decent position and then when he didn't get the pass, even though the player played a, a pretty good pass, I think it was Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of flung his hands up in the air, kind of in frustration. He did that a couple of times, and it it just looked like his attitude wasn't right. And I think that could be said for a few of the Rangers players. Certainly that they're they're certainly still living with the the kind of carry on of last week. The ghost of Christmas yeah, past. Yeah, the thing of uh, of Blank and Morty, um, it was almost a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it happened with Miller and Herrera earlier It also happened, so the flip side happened
0: at Aki's when Cante scored and he ran directly to, um, why, is it, why have I completely forgotten the uh, Rangers old manager's name? Uh, yeah, yeah, Pedro Caixinha. Uh, yeah, sorry, and he ran directly to Caixinha. I was going to say Candace so I was like,
1: "That's his, that's his name. name." Absolutely, um, wrote, it's it just—it's a weird, whole collection of weirdness. Yeah, some odd stuff going on there. But I think for for Hearts, I mean, their season—I mean, okay, they, they didn't really have much ambition. They literally existed of trying to catch Kelly for fifth, which yeah. meant nothing. Yeah, do you want to um, now, thing, yeah. That's basically not even going to happen.
0: I am enjoying the other ambition, which appears to be see how many right backs you can play in one football team. Uh, so three yeah but we'll, we'll keep an eye on that before three, three on Sunday see if we can the get the to season. more than that um, um, p- and then sorry Candace's p- header which was smashing yeah, yeah. Crack, cracking cross smashing header thoroughly enjoyable yeah um, only topped by uh, in terms of big bastard headers or big bastard collisions
1: of Christoph mm-hmm. as Christopher Ferrer as well um, and yeah that was I mean he's not actually scored all that many goals which he is uh, surprising since so yeah. he's come back and then that kind of set up a wee it gave Hearts a wee bit of a sniff towards the end then Lafferty hit the post yeah. it was one of those that hit the post but it was never actually going in yeah, it
0: was, like I, said, it was, I thought I thought it was a strange game because Rangers should have scored more and should have run up, run up the score and, more, and it walked away comfortably but then at the end the were full Kind of fortunate, and the Hearts oh, were just a bit profit. There yeah, was
1: also, there was like that weird one where um, the long ball came for the Naismith, like the ball, and then Lafferty was offside. But Hearts and more men, they are yeah. Rangers, and it's like, how can you be two on <laughs> and in defending like that? And it is. It happens quite often, and it, it confuses me. Like you're, you're winning. Yeah. Make sure you're at least marking everyone.
0: Yeah. And, um, I, and like you say, it's just it's a fragile and sort of brittle Rangers at the moment. It's, it really, it, it, as you say, well, Hearts not a huge amount to play for. It does feel like a bit of. a
1: in a a collection of missed opportunities for Hearts this season once again. Um, Talking of missed opportunities, Aberdeen might think they've missed an opportunity to win the league this season because (laughs) they have been widely criticised as not being very good and yet still find themselves level with Rangers, only 10 points behind Celtic, having taken precisely 0 points from their matches against both those sides. Um, And the only team they seem to be able to consistently beat is, uh, Steve Clark, Komarnik, who have lost three, kind of lost three <laughs> league games since the end of October. All of all them against Aberdeen, <laughs> um, and and been put out of the cup by them yes. in the same period. Um, I, I can't decide whether to count that as a defeat or a draw because it was penalties. But that's the only other team. That Ulti- look, ultimately, um, ultimately a draw, uh, but ultimately, a, ultimately, a, ultimately a, a, defeat. a defeat.
0: Sorry, but still.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And and it was a it was a game where Aberdeen, I think, did did deserve to win. Yeah. Um, I think the injuries finally catching up with Kelly a little bit there were a, a massive list of players missing yeah. McDonald was out um, the, who, was, who else was missing Um was out McKenzie, well. yeah. Jones uh, someone else but I can't remember who it is at, at the moment but it was a, a real kind of um, Broadfoot well. no Broadfoot was playing but um, yeah it was just a real kind of um, sense that we'd been kind of Fighting on quite well with missing one or two yeah, gradually it as it eventually. just went over and over and over, you start to kind of think. At some point, it's all <laughs> going to go. You're starting to bring Scott Boyd in at centre half. You're having to move Taylor, kind of. It, it, and, and central, and, yeah. yeah. And it was all kind of getting a bit. Where you're like, now nah, eventually this is going to go. But Aberdeen, um, Aberdeen had their own issues. They had players, um, players not available as well. But ultimately a really good performance by them and again the one thing we've said about them all season is they're very resilient they take knocks and they come back
0: see this is is one of my main questions about the about the Aberdeen team in terms of like why at this point it's again Aberdeen again coming back to missed opportunities Aberdeen are a team which seems to sort of lock the stable door after the horses Mm -hmm. bolted um, so it's a case of like well you you went to the, the, the Scottish Cup semi-final and you know the team that Muller are going to put out because it's the same team that they always put out and they're going to run about and chase you around the field. Um, so you put out a fairly lightweight team. Yeah. And it's it just seems mad that you end up with a, a much sort of stronger and tougher looking team a week later. And I understand that with Logan and, and Shinny coming back in that it gives you a few more options in there as well. Um, but it just seems like a daft thing to do. The season's... Your biggest game of the season is now gone. Yeah, you had the opportunity to go and win it with a big tough team like you did earlier in the season against Motherwell, and you went and made it a battle. And again, a week after, once again, you've you're having to deal with it then.
1: Yeah, and it was um, the the one. The one, that will be a disappointment for Aberdeen, the one, the one kind of bright spark again with with someone who I believe was missing last week, uh, Kenny McLean. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm sure he was missing, but I was a double, double yeah. yep. myself. Uh, Ken McLean since he's gone on loan, i has got, I've, oh, I've got six goals.
0: I've got him. He's, the, he's the, he was the signing of the January yeah. transfer window.
1: Um. Yeah, it was a. I mean, a good hit um, from distance. Obviously, Leo Fassan will probably not enjoy watching him no. back, but he's a second. He's a second choice goalkeeper for a reason. Um, this is something I was going to ask as well. Is Leo Fassan bad? I can't decide because <laughs> I was saying I was saying last week I wasn't at the Aki's game and I, and I saw his name on the team sheet and yeah. I was saying I had a bit of the fear despite having never seen the guy play just because his entire career history suggests not very good. Yeah. However, and it was a blunder for that for that goal. However, I mean, it, it was a it, sensationally this, sensationally funny blunder. He had an astonishing save in the first half. Yeah, and, and there were some moments where you're like, you know, not I can kind of see why at some point somebody yeah, said you're um, going to be a goalkeeper. But, but I mean, I think I think you can certainly see what Jamie McDonald's was brought to Kelly, and um, he certainly, uh, I say, certainly wouldn't have let that go um, in. know, <laughs> you <never really> know <laughs> Is it. that not what McDonald <laughs> does against Aberdeen? Do yeah. Just let things sail past him for about forty years. Um, but no, it was um I couldn't I couldn't decide him for San Um and he's probably one that it, will not be there really long term. It seemed very much like a stopgap, but, yeah, but it we was need a body, yeah. it was a challenge of um of Cammy Bell um leaving. Yeah. Had Cammy Bell been there to come into the team he'd have been a bit much a bit more we saw what he did when he came into the hipster. Yeah, yeah he, absolutely. he was very competent. Um and we obviously let him go to kind of free up funds elsewhere and we brought in a, a sort of less experienced goalkeeper and, yeah. and you, I mean so it's a trade you, don't, offer, you don't expect McDonald McDonald had barely missed a game um, through through choice he be, had been dropped for yeah, the last yeah. season but these things happen. Um yeah, but for Aberdeen it was a it was a case of um their attacking players turning off now that they hadn't Christy yeah. was live there, he was getting involved a lot as he as he likes to do as well. Yeah. Um Mikay Stephen when he came on looked really again again, looked really again again looks really sharp um, as he as he has done and yeah. even even Rooney was um, showed up fairly well yeah and um, what did you make of the second goal the free kick um I kind of feel
0: again I feel a bit for Fassan as well because it's it's not like he's batted it out into yep. the six yard box under no pressure at all he's he's made a good save um. Logan's finish was absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic. It was straight onto it and volleying at home was absolutely terrific. I I feel kind of bad for him and I got I wondered given that as Scott Boyd appears in shot, yeah, just as Logan hits it, is a case of I'm not. It's not. It's not apportion a blame on either Boyd or Fassan for that. But between the two of them, somebody should possibly. I think it's unfair to apportion blame on
1: those two players full stop because they're, they're ultimately two guys that should, should not be playing at this level and, and Scott, Bo- Scott, Scott Boyd has been considering he's Scott Boyd has yes. been very impressive yes. for this season when he's been called upon but he's Scott Boyd yeah. uh, I mean the, Ross he's County, done, County, done, County picked him because they thought he was finished at this level and the, and Fair play to him; he's done well. Yeah. But that, that that I kind of feel bad to, to try and criticise him. <laughs> um, you know, if, if Finley had done that, I may have been saying, you know, you're, yeah, he's he's inexperienced, yeah. and it showed that it's a lot. It's funny how things are perceived. Yeah. Always funny how things are perceived. Uh, but anyway, that, that okay, I think there wasn't really much much in the way of talking points.
0: It all the other things I had on that were um, what did you make of a uh, and Christie's coming together? I think nothing, not I don't know, It was a huge amount,
1: and
0: I thought I thought the, the whole stormast after it was a bit weird, given that. Christie shouldn't have been swinging his leg about it like no, that. No,
1: he, he flew in, and McInnes was the one that um, yeah. They seemed to lose it on the touchline, which yeah. is not. Is that really like him? He's not, not. It seemed a
0: bit of an odd way. Really. Christie went flying in my leg. Fair enough. O'Donnell sort of pushed him a bit because he was like, "I don't really fancy your leg yeah. flying about me." That's kind of the end yeah, of it was
1: like I think it was said uh, Stephen Thompson that made the point that his hand was already against Christy's yeah. head because of the way his Christy flew in so he just kind of shoved Batted him away. away it was a nothing event and they yeah. sort of one that people just seemed to enjoy making a thing out of for no real
0: the, the only other thing I had to add on it was that Nick Walsh has the most has, I think the best tan in Scottish football yeah. he has an absolutely cracking tan so it's worth checking out yeah there you go <laughs> uh, not,
1: not a fan of Nick Walsh personally um, I have someone, I'll leave it there I've met him before I didn't like him um, We'll move on to the bottom six, um, and we, where we go, we will go for the John Land, John Lambie tribute match yes. um, at, at Fur Hill, um or oh, sorry, the Energy Check Stadium at Fur Hill or whatever they started is going that. Um, did Hallow. they change that again? No, I'm just sticking with yeah. Hill. Um And Partick Thistle beat Hamilton Ackies two one. A game that Ackies had they won would have been not quite safe, but on their way to being safe, yeah. they were one 0 up. They created several chances but came back to bite them, and Thistle managed to, to grab a really important
0: one. This looked every bit, the six-pointer, it mm. was. like just From the highlights, everything else I saw from, I was like, this is 100% a six-pointer. Um, it's full of guys taking horrible touches. You know, the guys who are nervous and jumping at things. More, more than anything, I don't really understand how Aki's lost this game yeah. of football. Um, they should have been comfortably, comfortably out of sight. And um, They had a number of good chances in the game. Um, so the first... Um, the, the, obviously Templeton got him off the mark um, again with
1: defending yeah I mean Christy Elliott comes out and um, what, tries, tries to head to a ball that wasn't there it was like yep. really rash and it's, it's fine to say he's a midfielder being converted to a fullback and all that but he's been playing fullback for a couple of years yeah, he's, he knows, not, he's, not, he's not a fullback yeah, he's he always not yeah. to come for that <laughs> yes. ball and um, then Keown just gets completely, um, he, he makes no real effort to, to challenge Templeton, he's like, "I hey, on you go, on yeah. your right foot,
0: it's, it's, why it, not? It's, 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 again, coming back to what you expect from this game, exactly, this. this guy's just making, just doing daft things, throwing yourself at balls, you're not going to win, forgetting the fact that it's David Templeton, so showing him inside onto his right foot, probably not what you need to do there, um, yeah. Uh, it's good to see as well David Templeton's hair by the way is almost almost as shit as mine it's absolutely <laughs> appalling
1: um, What did, did you think there was a penalty on your man or no I didn't no? I, I thought that he huddled Chirney and I, I didn't actually see him um my, Im- touch my immediate feeling on it was that I thought it was
0: because it's Chirney and he, like, he's he been out of the team yeah, for a few yeah, weeks yeah. and then he was back in and he is prone to being a little bit mm-hmm. rash and I, not that it matters I reckon if he had given the penalty he got up and it, saved it because
1: that's the sort of thing that he does I, I think he would have been should have been off if there yeah. had been a penalty While there, um, there was one early in the season actually where he should have got sent off didn't got booked got up saved a penalty yeah. um, I, I thought that Ogbo got the I don't think like he dies but he got the touch yeah. past him and he went to huddle over Churny um, and I didn't actually think Charlie touched on me and yeah. he just kind of lost balance a bit yeah. um, but it certainly could have been a penalty and it yeah. would have made all the difference because at that point um, yeah. you're
0: probably it, looking it, it, it just looked like Aki's ah, were well just in, in control of the game and we saw from there was a clip from Bingham as well it's a lovely pass mm-hmm. through I mean all he's got to do is just cushion it and he's one on one there's acres of space and again it's just a guy who just doesn't a guy in a team that hasn't won in six games yeah. Or five games at that point, now six games, and just running onto it, and just and just taking horrible, horrible touch. Yeah. And you see as soon as it, as soon as it touches, he's totally knows that you have, yeah, yeah. have absolutely chucked it as fuck. Um, yeah, and but then obviously
1: you are in a relegation battle. Your team is defending the game. <laughs> your opposing centre forward. is a guy who scored over a hundred goals in his career. Which player is it most important to Mark?
0: I would suggest possibly the, the, the guy who is about to rack up his hundredth league goal for part yeah. of Tuchel. Um yeah, he didn't even need to go off the ground.
1: literally Chris standing he, he could have stretched his arms out and he wouldn't have touched the Nacke's player. No.
0: Yeah, there's no one no one anywhere near and it is like again, seeing the goal is a case of like you see the ball come in and you see the space and you, you know what you presume you know what's in her. But I, I genuinely could not believe how much space yeah. he had and how much he could, it yeah. <laughs> he could have taken it down. He could have taken it down. He could have taken it down in his chest, and then lashed it past the key. He could have done about three or four different things. But the fact that he didn't even get off the ground was and unbelievable. It was a fantastic header. It really. I mean, it was again not taking anything away from Dylan. He's done what he's meant to do. He's gone. and He's found the space. The fact that no one has picked him up is on them, not on him. Yeah. But it just it was an astonishing goal to concede. Um, yeah, absolutely
1: appalling. Uh, and then and then more of the comical than appalling for the the winning goal corner comes in there's like a stramash the ball goes out to Ryan Edwards and he it's one of those funny ones because it comes through a pack of bodies so you can't blame the keeper but it does literally go right into the middle of the
0: goal I mean it's again it's not really on the goalkeeper and that the ball was literally rolling into his hands and I think it was want the Aki's defender who just again panics and just lashes it doesn't really manage to get enough onto it and again fair play to Edwards a guy who's not really had the season I think a lot of us thought he would have um, get his head down get his head over it and just absolutely ha- just get a good clean yep. contact on literally it
1: literally the first good thing he's done all season I think just about and, it. And, the, and the funniest moment of that goal was that if you watch it back there was a Thistle player I don't know if it, who it was if it was be asking, was lying on the deck behind the goalkeeper <laughs> and he and he it was very fortunate that the ball didn't hit him. He, was, yeah. he would have been offside if the ball was hit him. Yeah. And he kind of managed to just not get hit by it and <laughs> let the ball into the net. But it was... Um, That's,
0: uh, you need to be careful, because you're speaking
1: about a Particle Player of the Year, Chris Erskine, yeah, there as well. Who, by, by, he, he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing oh, oh don't don't vote for anyone we don't deserve this oh is that me getting all the votes rolling
0: Magic. in there? Yeah. Um, another player who did not get player of this season at um, uh, Partick Thistle was Connor Salmon Um he should off, ho- I think hopefully for the, again once uh, once again talking about terrible touches I've got two two notes here about two terrible touches and Salmon did exactly the same that Bingham yeah. did exactly the same thing that Bingham did as well um, and it's just and that leads us on to, I guess, nothing more really to say about bad
1: touches other than uh, your man Jenkins. Yeah, that was. There was a, the furore about the um, challenge on John McGinn, um, the St. Johnson Hibbs game. Yes. And that was just a trip. Yes. It was a bad one um, in it, that game. It, it, lo- it looked an awful lot in a game. Jenkins was trying to just trip <laughs> but it, it was, was like, he? Um, I, I thought it was, it was just like a you're not getting away from me thing, but it was like violent, it was like brutal. I thought he was just trying, I thought he'd just say
0: he'd had enough, he was just yeah. got a volume. I, I don't, because again, it wasn't like a, it was like I'm just sticking a leg in here to trip something He properly
1: swung at him. Um, I thought it was yeah, it was, appalling. And I, I think it was one of those, the, the, the ref got kind of caught by surprise. I was like, what? What? Like, <laughs> what I just uh, yeah, I was just, he's just expecting a cynical fill and he kind of he half doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But I th- I thought it was strange that Partick Thistle were getting so wound up about it they would only one. But I mean I guess it could have been you're saying well maybe Hamilton will um, would, they would like Hamilton players to be suspended for future games but maybe maybe a out and score the goal against Ross County that um, yeah then makes them yeah, stay, yeah. Then, um, yeah. But I mean
0: it's, it's something that which we which we spoke about um, got weeks thing teams that were desperate to get to the yeah. split I thought it was really telling and, and Arts of Ross post match interviews Neil yeah. did as well. Um, just highlighting like we've just it's fine like we just need we, we got to we're, we're in the bottom six just put the other 30 games or, or, he said
1: 30
0: games even he said 30, 30 games yeah so, we put all the all the other games behind it and just go and win games and again for it could be I, I'm like way I'm so far beyond trying to predict who's going yeah, to go yeah, win yeah. Again this year because I do it week to week and pretty much every week I'm, I'm swinging about like Johnny McFarlane <laughs> um, and just terms of like who's going to go at so this, this feels like a huge result for them um, in terms of like they got a result when they probably didn't deserve one um, they were under the cost they looked as if Aki's were a much better team and then still dug it out um, and still got the two and it wasn't even just a case of getting a draw you got a th- big yeah, three points to getting them off the bottom of the league it feels like a, a huge step and if they can get another one or two
1: results then that's yeah, huge for them of course it is um, we'll, go, we'll go on to the other decisive game in the bottom six um, Dundee the the battle of the managers Dundee um, came out on top quite a dramatic finish to the game beat St Johnston two one um, so first of all let's start with the pantomime it's brilliant yeah. I
0: I loved every minute of this I I laughed I'm still from time to time remembering uh, Dunk McKay's tweet about how they when you you're invited. Your uh, your mum asking ask if your step new stepdad can come round. That man's not welcome in this house. Every time I remember it, it's still making me laugh. Like four days later, oh, yeah. it's absolutely sensational.
1: Um, yeah, for me, like it was McCann. It was like that classic deflection tactic of a manager. Like I am doing very badly at my job <laughs> at the moment. The fans are calling for my head. What can I do? Let's build up some beef and these mugs will jump straight in and, and it won't. <laughs> And then it was like, oh, our Neil McCann, what a guy. And it's like, no, you've been just spending the last several weeks wanting him sacked and now he's like, because he, um, he, he, I mean, it was the way he did it. Like, yeah. Um, it's, it's totally, totally deadpan for a guy that we all, we, like, we know
0: very well is very well media trained, is yep. very capable as a speaker and the way that he delivered it was just such monotone, just an absolute monotone voice was absolutely perfect. I loved it. And I it was weird because saying something like that and then Tommy Wright biting back, mm. Wright still came out of it for me looking worse. Yeah,
1: well, it looked particularly bad after uh, after St Johnston equalised. and yes. we we'll was get it we'll get
0: we'll get or, to that. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. As well. um, but the all all of the pre match beef was everything I wanted. It was just it's just the most inconsequential nonsense. I mean, St Johnston do not need to be involved in no, this. Not really. At all, they, they, they have nothing to do with it. Um, all Dundee need again, like I say, it's probably a win and a draw, and yep. they probably going to get themselves mm. safe. Um, and in order to help them with that, they had uh, their lord and saviour Craig Whiting back in the team, yeah,
1: and he, he looked like he kind of was pretty impressive. Yeah. And he obviously is a man for the the bottom six games, um, having previously uh, relegated United at Dems. Yes. Um and yeah, he he was he was kind of instrumental, in them picking up this it's a really huge win. Sophie yeah, so got the double yeah. that that goal. Now, if you were to pick a, a centre forward in the Premiership, you're like he's going to score that goal. He's going <laughs> to score like I mean, like someone someone else's shot deflects or, or, or deflects off him. Off the post and like trickles
0: along. the I think line. it's really unfair to actually credit to him. It's like because it's it's essentially like an own goal, but like not an own yeah. goal. If that makes sense on the basis that it's just it's deflected. He has no clue what is happening. Guy, I mean, it's, uh, I was going to highlight this a bit when we talk about Neil McCann and fans wanting him sacked and him being just an absolute lunatic in a press conference and then Dundee loving him again. I mean, it's it's just Dundee as a football yeah. club in a nutshell it needs it only succeeds if it's a bit mental mm. there has to be something about Dundee which is fundamentally broken otherwise nobody has any interest yeah. like if Dundee were just trundling along let's like say Johnston do I reckon they'd have a crowd of about 500 people mm. because people don't go people don't seem to go to Dundee to watch and win games of football they just go because there's just just, a, just as well I just, <laughs> I just want to go and see what Dundee are up to this week like what can Dundee do this week that will be absolutely unbelievable? like genuinely as an unbelievable thing? This week
1: Sophie Mussel will score a double. Brilliant, great, I'm gonna to I'll pay my money for that. <laughs> so are we going to look and you're saying about the unbelievable that they're gonna uh, have to lose six 0 in the last day of the season to get relegated
0: yes, to it? And they're gonna do it yeah. because that's the, the, no, because 'cause it'll get to like, the 90th. fifth it'll, it'll be the ninety sixth minute and Neil McCann will bring himself on <laughs> and he'll score. Like, from about 40 yards. I'd say that
1: the most <laughs> Dundee thing would have been that day for uh, when Hamilton won 10-2. Yes, ten yes, two. And yes, It, um, it was who made a brilliant save and stop, or near the end if that had gone in.
0: Yeah, and it's just, Neil McCann will sub himself on and score in like the 40th minute of injury time and then they'll stay up mm. because of that, because of Neil McCann and then they have got another year and then we've got another year of Neil <laughs> McCann just being a lunatic. It's brilliant. I,
1: I absolutely adore it. Um, football... Football, not much
0: going on because the other talking point I've got was uh, Ricky Foster's hair. Yeah, I also have that as well which, um, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, if I was his mother I wouldn't want to go to his wedding either <laughs> after I'd seen his hair. Um, I really enjoyed Joe Shortness's volley oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which looked kind of like a couple of crutches flying through the air um, that had been tied together at the end. Very, very odd. But then, again, getting to St Johnston's goal which, I mean, I'm fairly sure Dundee have conceded that goal about 14 or 15 times this season. Um, what was it Kevin Holt ended up with the ball on his toe facing his own goal Of course, he, on, in the six-yard box of course he concedes
1: inevitably so um, yeah it was not good and Stephen McLean marking his uh, he's moved to hearts with a, a, a rare goal this year. yes indeed um, but yeah so so then it cut to Tommy Wright on, on the touchline and Tommy Wright loved that goal <laughs> He's gonna, he, look, he looks like a guy at the end of a wedding. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He threw off He's kind of grabbed his tie. I was going to say, do you know,
0: what? see the bow, the bow that he takes towards the St Johnston fans? Number one, I don't know why you're bowing to St Johnston fans because they already sort of like you. Yeah, you. Need, if you're going to really go for it and really boil the piss, you need to turn to the main stand. And bow to the main stand, otherwise run at the centre do circle it. and do it to the do day. A,
1: do a diagonal again and like yeah. run across the
0: front of them. <laughs> Got to get in front of the derry. Doing it to your own fans doesn't make any sense. Um, but the only, I mean, obviously things get better minutes later because despite Dundee being a mess and ridiculous, of course
1: who scores the winner. Yeah, so Fair Musa with a massive assist by William Craig, yes. he decided not to ball jump like, it. Was literally the worst piece of defending I've, I reckon I've seen this season, where he just is standing next to a yeah. guy and he made no Because he it, tracks him, he tracks him as well. Yeah, and he made
0: no effort. And you see, at the, after it, he's shouting to Shortency about it, but he has got his man. So unless they've been told very very strictly, Shortency, you Mark Musa, Craig, go, either way, just Mark, just... You got to at least challenge because if you challenge
1: Musa, he put him off a bit. The boy's like a startled horse. Yeah. Like it he, be fine. Like just challenge. It's unbelievable. He was essentially even and, though even though he didn't have the space, it was essentially the same as Chris Dolan, and it yeah. was yeah just a free header. Uh, Craig
0: Craig was the the, the equivalent as well because again he just doesn't go off the ground yeah. at all. He just stands and watches him when the header in front of him um, again. I mean the game was routed off obviously I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've all seen the, the sensational picture of Neil McCann on the phone with Toy Wright in the background which is just its an absolutely perfect shot so kudos to whoever took the photo because it's absolutely fantastic but McCann and his are saying so, that's us beating now beating them three times this <laughs> yeah, season. Was... it's just brilliant Neil yeah. just keep doing this oh, was that a chef finger thing <laughs> <laughs> we've done this we've absolutely done them we've done them on the park we've done them off the park so yeah all is well in the world Um
1: all with Notwell in the world at the Global Assets Energy Super check Fast Score Arena. Yes, in Dingwall, I think that's right, yeah. Whatever it's called. Uh, where Ross County and Motherwell 2-0-0. Yes,
0: um, it was nice for Motherwell to injure some players in a game, mm. rather than in training, which is <laughs> a novelty for them this season. Um, it did not look like a classic. We um, saw so Andy Rose went off fairly early on. Uh, Ross County was, lost... Uh, the rotisserie as well Um Kurt may apparently has a broken wrist as well Um so he's out for a few weeks oh he needs
1: to go all the way on boys. Well,
0: my suggest- final my suggestion was to just cut it off Um and that probably doesn't need it I, I imagine if he cut off his wrist that's one less bone a bit a bit to break. Lighter. yeah he's got one less bone to break so I, I, I'm sure it'd be fine like i I'd, I'd no, no idea Um in terms of positives from the game, uh, Schalke continues to look like a, a huge player yep. for Ross County, which again begs the question of why did you buy or Why did Owen Coyle buy a bunch of strikers in January? One of whom has been released, and one of whom hasn't been seen in weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. and there
1: was that issue with um, it seemed like Coyle did not get on with the Dutch players because there was a there was an issue with I can't remember the exact game, but there was something with was it when was it right at the first game after he got sacked of, in in Schalke. Yeah. So he scored a couple of goals and was like particularly he was celebrating quite yeah, a bit yes um, <laughs> the thing from Middlesbrough that I wondered is I think um, the reason I think that they're probably going to have a, a bit of a struggle to the end of the season they've got the cup final coming up they've got nothing to play for yeah. And they're a team who, who loves to play with a real th- intensity. They, they play in the And team, it's yeah. so hard to play with that intensity when you've got absolutely no motivation to do so. And if anything, you've got a little bit of a motivation to, not to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's a worry at this <coughs> point in that the last time we went to the Scottish Cup final, we, under Stuart McCall, we played out the five last games like mm. they were testimonials. Um, the only one in which we did anything was we drew three each with hearts after being three nothing down. Um, and that was really the only game we played any at all, yeah. uh, and that's my, that's my my main fear from it as well. Because I'm quite happy for Celtic to win the title on Saturday and then spend the last couple of games just pissing about yeah. because that suits. That's absolutely that, that's absolutely fine. I was thinking all day in the end. I'm actually quite glad we don't finish top six because I, I just don't want to play them again before yeah. the final. Um, but we've got we've got to keep the intensity up, and the injuries you could look at it as potentially a blessing in disguise, and there will be. There are guys in the under twenties who are desperate for a chance, who are possibly worthy of a chance mm. um, as well, and they'll—I I, mean—you presume if you drop them in the team and they'll then go in and do something yeah, for the, the next idea, two, or three games, and they say, "I want to be in the cup yeah. final squad, I want to earn my place in there as well," mm. which, it, it's difficult to argue with. Yeah, I mean, um, one of the, some things yeah. I enjoyed from the game as well was is that—is it Easter Island that has the big stone statues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Curtis Main, because <laughs> whether he has scored, missed, fallen over, got a broken wrist, his face just looks the yeah. same. Doesn't change at any point. Um, Motherwell, in terms of positives, that's their 18th clean sheet of the season, which equals their record, mm. um, which was under Darren Randolph, which was in a team which was
1: much better than this one. Vastly I like better in terms of
0: talent. Absolutely, vastly better team, um, better players in it.
1: So I mean, that, oh, that's that, that's magic. For um, so for me, for County, they they keep looking like they're on the cusp of maybe just getting themselves so well out of this yeah like they just look like a really fairly really good team now yeah um, and it it's come a bit late they might still get out they're also the bottom now but they're not a million yeah. miles away from just stringing together a few wins and, and again the, the, the obvious comparison with that is the Cali team that went down yeah, who we yeah. Should, ne- we should never have gone yeah, down yeah yeah um, and because and they, kept, they did the exact same at yeah. this time last they, year
0: yeah they sort of, or not that one. The well, oh, the previous one. Yeah. Sorry, you yeah, know, you're right. They did um, they went and won it. And then there came
1: was, I, there was a got. game at Ibrox that was somehow being played. I think after this, yeah, because everything had been so, decided, yeah. um, and they won. Ian Blacks for a penalty in the last yeah. minute, and yeah, they, they kind of got done on the last day by Falkirk. Yeah, um, yeah, no, sorry, you're right. I thought you meant the team from last no, year. No, no, because they, they, they were they, were shy, they were shy but they, yeah. they did at the end yeah. of the year almost
0: bounce back. No, that that uh, the previous Cali team they, yeah. they went down, they should never have gone down um, because they made bad decisions during the year, which in the end it just fell a little bit short. Yeah. Um, and perhaps for that, it's, it's an obvious comparison. It's a lazy one, so apologies, county fans. Um, but as you say, they do look suddenly an awful lot more robust and more capable of, of getting themselves out of it. But again, there's still four games to go, so there's twelve points to play for, and there's every chance that any one of the three teams there. Even Dundee could potentially be drawn back yeah.
1: into it as well. Yeah,
0: is that anything else from that one? Uh, no, not at all. Other than it was pretty poor, and I'm pretty sure that Scott Fox is getting smaller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know whether it's just because County and Motherwell are two massive teams, but I was honestly looking at the footage,
1: being like, is that Scott Fox, or is it like a, is it like an actual teenager? Because I'm pretty sure he's getting smaller. Um, so, as always on this podcast, we always like to um, talk about the lower Leagues. Um, regular every week, every Monday podcast, without fail, we talk about the leading um, lower League game from the previous weekend, and no difference today where we're going to talk, of course, about the game that was live on BBC Alba. Of course, um, do you want to talk us through that game? Ken? Yeah, so, um, Air United, uh, Ayrshire's third team, um, turned up um, at the Recreation Park in Alba. Now, they were five points clear at the top of League One um, just just a week ago. They were, well, yes. Um, they went to last, oh, sorry, No, sorry, they didn't go to Strenraer, They played at home to Stranraer, um, A Stranraer team who, of course, were going through a lot of financial troubles, really... Bear squad um, They managed to lose At home to Strenard But no worry yeah. there were still two points still, clear still this weekend. Points clear. Rovers managed To beat Strenard Quite comfortably uh-huh. On Saturday But Air United Turned up Still looking at Their goal difference Substantially better Because they love to score This Air United team If there's one thing about them They love to score What happened to their the, the, the Talismanic striker as well? Or, or Lauren Shankland yeah. um, He He Essentially may have cost them the league by getting a really stupid red card in that game against Renard and okay. thus okay. suspended. Okay. Um so so Air United of course um still uh, they're sitting a point behind Wraith Rovers, but not to worry, they're playing Alo Athletic. Alo Athletic essentially got nothing to play for um, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um starting to think about that a little bit. Um, Air only really needed a point to take it to keep themselves ahead four points to win the league was what they needed from the last two games four points from the last three games but let's forget about the fact they lost was this at home um, Air United proceeded to go out in the first 45 minutes and did not turn up they were very very lacklustre yeah they were 2-0 down Ian Flanagan former Kilmarnock Com- former midfielder Ian Flanagan scored the opening goal um, and then The second goal Was um, Callum Crane Hugely assisted By Andy Gagan mm-hmm. um, With a ridiculous Backwards header But Ayr have been Resilient all season And they scored A lot of goals They scored a lot of goals um, More goals than I think Anyone else in the country
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Yeah um lot of goals Over a hundred They've scored this season mm-hmm. um, And they're possibly Going to have Four more games To really run up for tally after this Um <laughs> second half they came out absolutely flying oh, um, they, brought on, they brought on Alan Forrest Dad. did Kringmore come on at half time I can't remember I, I think he did but um, it could be wrong he I might think, have started the game started. but anyway he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't he must a, have started Shanklin was no, there he wasn't apparent in the first half anyway maybe yeah. he was he was there but I was McGuffey I think was the other one that came on at half time um, I could be making that up um, all these lower league jobbers are the same to me Um and they did get a goal um, they, they threatened quite a few times They got a goal eventually Through um, Craig Moore um, It was a really nice goal And then Fairly late on in the game Got something of a soft penalty kick mm-hmm. Stevie Bell um, Took a bit of a tumble In the box Yeah And um, and that penalty kick would have made it 2-2 would have taken I think would have given them another point yeah the point, yeah, the point they made it over, um, over a thousand United fans travelled to um, to Recreation Park they, they, didn't they haven't games. mentioned that they took yeah, a thousand over a life. thousand fans um, football really on a high at the moment um, over a thousand fans from United which sometimes um, without being disrespectful they sometimes struggle to get that at home um, or have in the past not this season because they've been scoring a lot of goals yeah. this season yeah um, and do you know Rafe Rovers how many fans they took to Strenard I believe it was 91 90, 90 or 91 year yeah. fans uh, Strenard fans Rafe fans at Strenard Yeah. really shows the, how how much it means to these two teams for Rafe it, it doesn't matter it's no, no big deal for Air United it's a be-all and end-all a, a club who have of course won a grand total of no trophies in their entire history had the opportunity to win a league title it's been a long time since they've won a yeah, league it title indeed. Um Penalty kick, perfect opportunity. King Moore buoyed with the confidence of a goal already. Which was a nice goal. Yeah, a lovely goal. that He scored, stepped up to take that penalty. What happened?
0: It did not go in. It did not go in? Did the keeper save it? No, it did not. Hit the post? No, it was...
1: No. Crossbar? No. I'm really struggling. What? What?
0: I believe it rebounded uh, off the, the Van Vossen Nebula and is currently on its
1: way back to Is at light warp speed he blasted it embarrassingly over the bar yes and from that point on the only real incident was a flare being chucked onto the pitch apparently over the stand from a departing United fan which was a bit I very much enjoyed the scene more yeah, than anything and, else. and then Aloa of course had the ball attacking in the air corner they were holding the ball up yeah. and Stevie Bell who had a bit of a rager on by this point um Apparently chucked the slayer back Out of the stadium onto a road Which is an interesting thing to do yeah. But then he proceeded to gesture To say I'm going to kick the ball back And then didn't he just took it a run They didn't score No. And he was quite rightly um, Accosted at full yes. time by some Aloe athletic players Now that was an interesting tactic alo athletic for all means their season's essentially done. They've got another, another game to, to yeah. sort out. The last thing you would think you would want to do is rail up a team whom you might end up facing in the playoffs. But also you would think that you would want them to be ambivalent about the entire title race. Atl Athletic's next match is against, against Rafe Rovers. Rovers. Yes. Now as a near United player, would you think it might be wise not to piss them off? so greatly I, would, I, I reckon it would be worth uh, leaving the three sandwiches yeah. and offering it to them. Yeah, like, very well played, Alwa, uh, good luck next week, not starting a fight with them. Um, so anyway, this, uh, that that was the, the outcome. Now next weekend, A, our host, Albinovos. be um, another, another helicopter Saturday yeah, for Leagues 1 and 2. Yes, two helicopters might be required. Um no, no two helicopters will two, be. Two heli- helicopters are required. Yeah. Um, air host uh, Albion Rovers if they win they still may not win the league yep. because Braith Rovers all they have to do is win at uh, win at home to Aloha to send the championship football back to Kirkcaldy and leave air with the, the challenging um, the challenging playoffs that's something that they've been involved in quite a lot of times um, certainly not the playoffs to get promoted to the top flight though that's for sure Um We'll leave it with that with a regular Law League roundup and we'll, we'll get back to that again next week. Maybe, depending on what happens. It could be, it could be a good Monday. It could yeah, be a good we'll Monday. wait and see. Um, so with that, we'll, we'll wrap things up. Um, we're just over an hour now anyway, so we'll wrap things up and we'll say see you next time. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast
0: Network.